Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We're a weekly podcast here at KTBS and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my friend and co-host, Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a cardiologist by occupation, but he's here because he's not only a champion of education in Louisiana, over the years he's become a bit of an expert. He is the past chairman of the board of the Greater Shreveport Chamber of Commerce and founder of the Shreveport Mosier Business Alliance for Higher Ed. And there's a really long list, but we got to have time because we have some really awesome guests. We do at that, Jeanette. We have some really awesome guests. I want to introduce you to Betty McCauley, uh, uh, who is Director of Student Services at Bossier Schools in Arsenia. Uh, Anthony, home, homeless student liaison. Yes, sir. And work with that. Um, but before we go and talk anything else, I, I've got to know a little bit about your journey because you just told me that you've been working for the Bossier Parish School Board for 58 years. Is that right? That is correct, Dr. Roseman. Uh, and I've had a great journey so far. I've enjoyed every year. I came to Bossier Parish Schools as an elementary school teacher. And I taught for 20 consecutive years at Plantation Park School. And I received a telephone call one afternoon that I was to report to the central office the next morning for nine o'clock to apply for assistant principalship. And the thing that was so unique about that phone call, 20 years as an experienced elementary school teacher, and I was being asked to go to a high school <laughs> the very next day. So I served as principal, assistant principal at Parkway High School for two years, and after that two years, I became the principal of Parkway High School. And uh, I served in that capacity uh, for about six years, and then I was asked in the middle of the school year, the day we came back from the Christmas break, if I would move to the central office and become the director of student services. So I've had a great, great career in the Bossier Parish School System. Well, you know, um, we just had a group uh, where Benton Elementary came and talked about leadership and how they integrate that in the school system. And obviously, you have great leadership skills that you've developed over the years that uh, have made you a huge uh, cog in the Bossier School <laughs> Board and Bossier School System. So thank you very much for all those years of service. And for the rest of us, if we can make 58 <laughs> years, that'd be great. But uh, uh, I don't think you're going to ever retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to retire. You're going to retire. <laughs> it takes a little time to, to kind of debrief it and uh, think about uh, moving in another direction to maybe help some other oh. people yes, as I go along. Well, let's, uh, we want to talk a little <coughs> bit today about truancy. And uh, just for you to know that uh, Johnette and KTBS have uh, put together a significant uh, number of shows kind of talking about truancy and all the issues of truancy. And so this is really a good thing to, to remind our viewers about that 
absenteeism and truancy has apparently has become almost like an epidemic. It's truly become something that is significantly impacting schools for the negative, because obviously if children are not there, they're not going to learn. Correct. Uh, and for some reason, we got into this idea uh, after COVID that maybe we didn't have to go to school, but we do. And um, so I, I, this is great for y'all to kind of go over that and just, can you tell us a little bit about what's, what's happened, what y'all have seen and what you're doing to combat, you know, the absenteeism that's, that's so rampant? Yes, uh, we do. Uh, it is very important for students to be in school every single day. Or uh, when they are absent, they miss <coughs> learning. Or uh, in our department, which is student services, uh, we work with our schools, we work with the families. Uh, for an example, today before we left the office, a student had to leave Bossier Parish or, be, uh, or Bossier City and go over to Shreveport to live with her grandmother because her mom is seriously ill and they have no other family. They have no family in Bossier City, but grandmother lives in Shreveport. So the principal of the school called me. The student is absent, uh, has been absent for over a week or more. So immediately, I was able to contact Miss Anthony that works with me. She is uh, our liaison for McKinney-Vento students and she worked with our transportation department. She called that grandmother and we are sending a bus to pick that student up in Shreveport, bring her back to Bojia City to her school in the neighborhood where she lives. Uh, we track attendance on a daily basis, uh, working with our schools, our parents, our, our principals. Uh, we first want to find out why, why a student is being truant. Sometimes it's family issues, sometimes it's a lack of interest in education, sometimes students don't have or the clothing and other physical needs, and we provide those uh, on a daily basis. Uh, and I'll let Miss Anthony tell you about it. We have a, a program where the community comes in, and it's called the Sunshine Room. Uh, we have great participation from the Bozier Parish, Bozier City community, where we have groups or uh, churches and other groups that come in and they bring us boxes of clothing, uh, personal hygiene packs. Uh, we have uh, a community leader, a family, and we call them our tooth, uh, I'm sorry, our shoe fairy. And uh, so when students don't have shoes, we contact this family and they purchase brand new shoes and deliver them to the schools or to the parent center uh, for these students. Just, we an, are, just an individual An individual and uh, they I want to uh, remain anonymous and you sure. would know them very well, but uh, we'll keep it anonymous. Uh, we also 
ask our principals to track daily attendance at their schools. And we have a little program where we uh, kick off the school year that we're going to be in school every day and we recognize the schools according to divisions uh, for being or uh, having the best attendance uh, for that um, nine week uh, period. Uh, we also have two wonderful employees and they are in and out of the community in homes where there are attendance issues to identify what the issue is and uh, they come back and we meet as a team and we uh, develop a plan to uh, eradicate that uh, lack of attendance uh, you know, when it's, it's possible. But there are many, many issues that cause kids uh, to miss school. Many times families are going through hardships or uh, they have housing issues Sometimes they are unemployed. Sometimes they have health issues. Or sometimes they are just going through things in life where education may not be their number one focus. So we go in as school employees and we are, maybe can recommend uh, other agencies to help the parent. You know, when you fly on an airplane, they say, put the oxygen mask first on yourself. Well, why would they not tell me to put it on my little granddaughter? Because I ought to be the person making decisions. So if I put the oxygen mask on myself first, then I can breathe and be able to make decisions about my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. So when parents are, have services from the school district, from the community. We have a lot of people in Bojit Parish that give back, that give out, that assist us. Lots of volunteers are from different uh, groups uh, of citizens. And sometimes it's about employment that we can recommend uh, an agency. Uh, we have community partners uh, from financial institutions that come in and talk to the parents about uh, 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 repairing the credit. Uh, we have our social services groups that come in and talk to them about obtaining uh, their high set and that we used to call GED. Mm -hmm. uh, because we know that if parents are educated, that is going to be a positive, uh, more of a positive environment for the students. Let me ask you this about, uh, you know, an observation is, and I think this is a valid observation, <laughs> that, you know, the family unit, family is breaking down. I mean, uh, we're having more and more children that are not necessarily in a two-parent family anymore. We have a lot of children that are being raised by grandparents uh, where parents are no longer able to, to do it. They can't get the oxygen, they just can't do it. So. Um, tell me about that from the perspective, I've always wanted from the perspective of the grandparents and all that, how do y'all deal with that issue and do you help the grandparents, you know, uh, um, get to the Medicare and all that sort of thing? 
do you have to go that far in order to get the children and, and are there a lot of grandparents yeah. raising kids yes absolutely many many grandparents raising kids uh, the case I shared with you when we first got started that grandparent is not necessarily raising the child but who knows because the mother is very very ill so the grandparent may have to wind up keeping this child not just for a temporary period right now until the mother is uh, able to uh, be released from the hospital but the grandparent might be the permanent guardian or parent so we work with the grandparents just as if though they are the parents uh, many of the grandparents uh, are, are the legal guardian many of them are not are uh, as you know as both of you know it, it, in this old world we have many many issues are mm -hmm. uh, drug use is is crippling uh, many of our younger parents yeah and we work with them uh, at the parent center where Miss Anthony works uh, she organizes uh, community meetings where parents from the schools are invited where presenters from the community are invited and they are offer many opportunities for for parents are to receive all kind of, of, of assistance or self-help our, our grandparents are wonderful they step in and they take those kids when nobody else uh, will we work with them a lot we assist them uh, we have our people that work for us that will go to the home mm -hmm. to see what the need is or the needs are and uh, to assist yeah, those grandparents. It is, uh, it is uh, yeah. amazing to see kind of what, uh, I mean, for, I, oh, as you get older, it gets harder to do some of these things even physically. Mm -hmm. And so I have such great admiration for those grandparents who essentially take over the care of the raising of the children. Let me ask you, uh, uh, Miss Anthony, about about uh, this. I, I McKinney the, Vento. Yeah. I, I, which, by the way, I did a whole story on McKinney Vento. And it is a wonderful program, and it is so underutilized, isn't it? Because there's so many people who qualify that don't see themselves as homeless. That's so, right. Um, the definition of homelessness is those that lack a fixed, regular, and adequate nighttime living situation due to some type of economic loss. Um, the economic loss could be because of domestic violence. It could be because of um, a natural disaster. It could be because of a house fire. It could be because of unemployment, underemployment. It could be because a child um, parent is incarcerated or the parent is hospitalized. So whatever happens to that home that causes that child to have to leave or flee, then the McKinney-Vento program steps in and helps to remove barriers. Uh, whether it's a barrier, uh, like Ms. McCauley talked about earlier, for transportation to ensure that that child is continuing to go to school and not have those um, extended absences. Whether it's um, calling our shoe fairy and we had to do that today, Ms. McCauley. We have a set of twins that um, needed a pair of shoes. And I just text the shoe fairy, and before I could finish the text, she was already gone to purchase the shoes and you know, got them over to the high school. Um, so 
you know, we think about Maslow and um, the hierarchy of needs, mm -hmm. unmet needs. You know, um, these families have the lack of housing. And so we want to make sure that they have the clothing, the shoes, the food, so that they can focus on education, so that we can curb absenteeism, you know, through the federally funded McKinney-Vento program. So all the, let me ask you this about the, all these resources. The, is this kind of a continuous, it's continuously people or organizations giving into this, this uh, resources, whether it be but, clothes, food. But it's also federally funded. It, oh, it and is. There, okay. And it's been around for for a long time. Oh, okay. And so I, you know, one of the things that, that, I've, that I really was surprised by is, let's say your, your child uh, loses her job and she moves in with you and, you, and in your comfortable house, but because she can be kicked out at any time when she and her child she qualifies for McKinney-Vento, even if she has a place to stay because it's not her place. It's not fixed, regular, and adequate. And if the place is rat infested, mm -hmm. if it, uh, it doesn't have plumbing, mm -hmm. if it is substandard, is that substandard how you- Substandard housing, um, unsafe living conditions is what they you know take a look at. Um, so we have families that sleep in their cars, we have families in hotels, families in motels, and she already talked about the doubled up families. Um, they're living with other family members because yes. they have nowhere else to go, or in shelters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so the, we talk about all these things. These are all, I guess, what you call the, the root causes of, of the, tr of the, uh, um, of the, uh, truancy or, or absenteeism. How do you, how do you, how, how do, in the midst of all of this, which you see every day, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how, what can the schools do to try to change that whole setting for those, for those families? I mean, I see all the things that you're doing, but you have to get them back to school, right? Because there's play, it's a safe place mm -hmm. uh, for them to be for a, a period of time. But, uh, how, how do you interact with the schools and how do they interact with you? Well, the schools are, are a safe place for students, safe place for teachers and other employees, and all of our schools in Bolger Parish, one of the things that we really, really uh, push is a safe, welcoming environment where kids feel like that they are welcome to come where kids know that they're safe, that someone cares about them, someone will listen to them. Like if a student has uh, truancy issues or attendance issues, or we assign a special person at that school that that kid can bond with, and we call it check in, check out. When that kid arrives at school, that person greets that student and let him know that I'm glad that you're here today. How are you? How are things? Do you need anything? And are at the end of the day, or check with that student and see how that day went. Well, that's gonna motivate that kid more than likely. They're not to come back tomorrow. Or uh, many times the check-in, check-out person will give the kid a treat or they will find out personal information about the kid. The kid 
what toys do you like, you know? Yeah. What, which books do you like to read? Mm -hmm. uh, and just become a supporter, a partner, uh, and a friend. That helps a whole lot uh, with having a positive uh, uh, environment for the kid to come in. Even our bus drivers, uh, they, uh, we call them first responders because that's where most kids see the first person uh, that works for the school is the bus driver. So when the bus driver is friendly, good morning, get on board, glad to have you. Kids like to be accepted, they like to be recognized, and they want to know that somebody cares about them. We have our, uh, a group of our professionals that we call them social skills interventionists. Mm -hmm. And are, they are assigned to schools by need. So if a student is having a difficult time, say we don't know why they're having a difficult time, or the school makes a request, we divided the schools uh, into two groups. And we have two wonderful educators that have been school administrators mm -hmm. uh, since working for the Boja school system. And they will, uh, go to the school and they will be released from say a PE class not every day but you know that's, that's a class that they can be pulled from and that social skills interventionist works with that kid uh, until the student and the social skills interventionist feels that that student can make it by him or herself. Well you know I listening to this it's it's to me it's what you're laying out is an individual plan for each individual child who exactly. has it's, very different it's casework. It's casework. That's what I, I call it casework. Case and that's what y'all do. And then at the same time at the schools, you know, it's that adult or child or anybody who could brighten the day of someone who's having tough time. Exactly. Uh, and being aware of all that. Uh, and and I think Y'all put all that together uh, in form of administrating too. And it, listen, I think it's uh, a tremendous uh, thing that, that uh, you're doing. It is an individual thing for an individual child. And it's just, you know, it's wonderful to hear. To take care of the need. Uh, that we the have wraparound services. Needs are being taken care of by people who really care about the kids. The kids. And take care of them. We have wraparound services also. Uh, Ms. Anthony, you want to talk about the wraparound services mm -hmm. that we provide? Sometimes our students uh, might need a more of a licensed professional provider that's outside of the school system, and our counseling services would be an yeah. example. Yeah. And if you are if you own a counseling service and you would like to work with our students. Uh, you would apply and you're vetted and, and you're approved and we allow them to come into the school and work with the students. That's great. Listen, I, I always at the end of the, uh, each podcast, I ask, uh, ask for words of wisdom. So I'm interested in, in it, if you could just have any words of wisdom that you'd like to tell things that you use for your family or things you use when you're dealing with the children or the schools or whatever. What are some word, a word of wisdom that you can give the... Well, I tell my parents, uh, because they are going through a tough time, you know, because they have the loss of housing, to find the positive 
and look for a change the next day. Okay, great. What I usually say to people, there is good in everyone. What we have to do is slow down and take the time to see it. Mm -hmm. I also say to students, every student, we have 22 plus thousand students in the Bojack Parish School System. And, and when students come to my office, as I had a couple in my office this morning, I said, I am your friend. I am hired to be your friend. I'm employed. They pay me to be your friend. And I've just been doing this so long. I just love to be friends with kids. Yeah. And you know, they kind of look at you and like, <laughs> and over the years, I have many, many friends because that's the way I think. Mm -hmm. That's the way I roll. I love kids. I wouldn't have been doing this job this long if I did uh, not love You wouldn't be doing them. it 58 <laughs> years except for that. <laughs> yes. And so um, I just try to see the good in every kid, the potential, and encourage them to move forward and do good as you go forth every day. We thank okay. y'all very much. Thank yes. you. Thank, thank you thank for you joining for us. Having us. Yes. And thank you for joining us here for Education Checkup. You can view our other podcasts anywhere you listen to them or go to our website at kbs.com slash podcast. Have a good day and be sure to join us next time for Education Checkup. <laughs>